Welcome everybody to Dead Talk Live, and tonight we have Pia Thunderbolt, co-star of 3,000 3, Years of Longing, which released a week ago. Pia, thank you so much for being our guest today. How are you doing? Thank you so much for having me. I'm good. Thank you so much. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to talk to you, and I want to say congratulations <laughs> on the film, uh, the people really, really love the film. It's been embraced yeah. by audiences around mm -hmm. the world. So congratulations mm -hmm. on that. How do you Thank feel you, that you're a part of this project? And this mm -hmm. is no small project. This is a mega million dollar film. Project. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and for it to be successful, how are you feeling right now about that? I am still in disbelief because uh, I, I didn't dream this. Uh, it was like beyond my dreams. When first uh, George called me for the audition, I was feel like, really? It's happening now. And uh, I'm, I'm really so happy, so grateful to um, be part of this project. So, and I, I love it actually. Uh, it was great uh, visuals and no sorry and visuals and like storytelling like, mm -hmm. masterfully written and masterfully um filmed i believe uh like it was it was perfect uh expression of love not only love it was perfect expression of um um weakness of human being i believe uh, uh, such as power like desire of power desire of sex desire of um to be loved. Yeah, and the movie is told in a fashion where the Jin is telling the story uh, mm -hmm. to this new women, woman that he grants three wishes to, and she mm -hmm. wants to know about his life. What led him to be bottled up and to become a Jin, which is a genie. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And I agree with you, at the end of the story, if you look at the movie as a whole, it's a big love story. Am I right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It is. Actually, love, but it's all about to be loved mm -hmm. and loyalty. But not only loyalty. Uh, in this story, I mean, they both character characters wanted to be loved, but they are demanding their freedom as well. I mean, which is very uh, difficult. Freedom and loyalty and um yeah love exactly exactly and you really see that in althea's character when she mm -hmm. does actually make a wish towards the end yeah. of the film we're not going to spoil anything but her real true feelings come out so you said george called you uh did you send in an, uh, an audition tape is that how you came to know him i, I, I actually uh he did cast back in turkey because he wanted to film uh in turkey and the uk but uh because of COVID restrictions at those time uh he he just had to uh shoot in australia sydney and but he did the most of the cast from turkey as well wow so um i did two audition like callback as well and my last audition was uh talking with george i thought he's gonna tell me play like this and do this no it was like casual conversation and uh it was around like one hour i was wow. super excited from the beginning i was like shaking <laughs> uh it was it was really great experience i mean 
Uh, middle of the conversation, he said that you are a great actor, but unfortunately, the role that I'm going to offer you is small. And I was like, really? I mean, it's, it's I, I could be an extra even. I mean, it's an honor for me. And but I felt like, no, he's not going to give me the role because um, I'm Turkish and I had some uh, experience back in Turkey, the stage experience and TV series and feature film. Uh, if the director says to you, uh, oh, you're a great actor, you're amazing, but uh, unfortunately you're not fit this project. It continues like that. I felt like, no, he's not going to offer the role because he says, you're a great actor. But this is a small role. Fuck, please give it to me. But, uh, but it's not that small of a role. I was like, oh, wow. George is different, sorry? It's not that small of a role. I mean, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Now, yeah. I would love to hear how George described your role to you. How did he tell you what your character was going to be like? Uh, he actually, he only said that bring the truth in the movie. Just, just be natural. Be yourself. Uh, and we did three days workshop with Nico, uh, who is uh, assistant and dramaturg of our project. And it was like really intense um, three days workshop. And I learned a lot uh, from Nico and I had uh, so much fun, fun I, I, I could say. Yeah. He's Greek as well. Ah, yes, yes. Yeah. We, had a, we had a nice conversation about that. Yeah. You know, Pierre <laughs> is Turkish, I'm Greek. Yeah. And we got into a, a conversation of all things of Bob Baklava. <laughs> Baklava, yeah. Actually, I didn't know uh, that he's Greek. Uh, I should have, I should have, uh, you know, uh, looked at who is him. But I didn't because I was too excited right now, like right now. And um, when he said that middle of the conversation at the workshop, uh, I'm gonna take you to Baklava shop, Greek Baklava shop. And I said, oh, wait a minute. You should tell a uh, Turkish baklava shop. And he said, uh, no, Greek baklava shop. And I said, no, 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 you're wrong. It's It should be Turkish baklava shop because we do the best baklava, <laughs> the original one. And he said, no, actually, uh, Greek does the best baklava. And I said, no, you're wrong. Because Greeks are uh, just uh, telling everything belongs to them just stealing everything from Turkish culture. And he was like, oh, I'm Greek. And I said, of course, Greeks, of course, baklava uh, belong to Greek culture. And she was like, oh. I mean, I mean, you know, the, the Greeks and the Turks have been feuding for since the beginning of time. You know, yeah, they love still. to, yeah, still, they love to argue with each other. Now, when you got on set and you started filming, what was it like yeah. working with George as uh, the, the the director of this film? Um, he was super calm and um, always relaxing the actors. Like, Did he? He, uh, gives, he gives the freedom to actors to, uh, okay. to, to, to do whatever you, they want to do. So uh, he, he, he only aims to uh, actors bring the truth in the movie, the reality. Not like, a, hey, but I'm acting really well. Look at my acting. No, it's not acting. It's just truth. Yeah. Um, and uh, he gives a lot of freedom. For example, he asks, so are you feel comfortable to saying that or doing that? Do you want to do 
differently this. So tell me, what do you want to do in this scene? I was first shocked, like, oh, no, no, you tell me what, what you want me to do. And he said, no, please, how do you feel now? Do you feel comfortable saying this in Turkish or in English? And I just thought, yeah, Turkish would be mm -hmm. more natural. And that's how it worked, actually. Not only with me, all the actors, with Tilda and uh, other actors as well. And that's the great mark of a good director. A good director knows that once he casts the characters, mm -hmm. he will mm -hmm. get out of their way. And that's why, you know, yeah. that's why George is such a great director. He, he chose mm -hmm. you for this role for a reason, for what you, mm -hmm. Pia, can bring to the role. And I think it's great that he allowed you this artistic mm -hmm. freedom once filming started. Now, what mm -hmm. would you say was something that you brought to the role that was not originally there? What was like your, you know, I don't know what the right word is, addition to the role that is yours? It's like, this is what you thought this character should have. Uh, there, there, there was a scene, uh, you watched the mirror, right, mm -hmm. already. Okay, cool. Uh, there was a scene that uh, we were in the car, Tilda and Professor and I, uh, we were in the car. I was just sitting back to Tilda and uh, I wasn't supposed to pay that, that much attention, but come on. I mean, I just wanted to uh, use this chance yeah. and... Actually, George didn't, didn't, didn't uh, say anything. Don't do that. Uh, it, it just drags the attention. Don't. No, he didn't say. I just purposely did this. <laughs> Play with uh, my buttons. Like maybe you realize that, and I just pay attention what he she says yeah. and suspicious and like in a natural way. Because yeah. Yeah. If I if I if I were Pia there, I will I will do the same thing. I will just. Pay attention. Yeah. Because, but uh, in that in that um, situation, George didn't want me to pay attention much because he wanted to see uh, Tilda if that scene because it was really like key scene yeah. about the Jin and I just paid attention a lot. I mean, hmm, Jin. Okay, interesting. Like you know, yeah. So what was it like? I I'm... didn't play like this. No, <laughs> it was natural, but not yeah. And that's why it was such a great performance. Now, this movie, like we talked about, is a big budget film. There's a lot of computer graphic, uh, you know, yeah. imagery in it, CGI. Yeah. Uh, were you just like blown away at the level of the production? How much money, no expense spared and all that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was like, wow. I was like in disbelief. I was like really it's happening and i'm in it like uh they treat me like a lead actor yeah. they treat all the actors like a lead actor i was like oh i'm a star i'm a star on this set like i i felt really uh honored actually as an actor it was it was a great opportunity to work with um mad genius george miller and we had like i said to you we had three days very intense workshop with uh our dramaturg nico all all the opportunity actually was really really amazing and uh, i believe i used it wisely now your character um when for people now that are seeing this interview and are interested to check out three thousand years of longing mm -hmm. how would you describe your character 
to people? Uh, my character was um, an assistant of professor and her duty was to assist Alethea while she's in Turkey, Istanbul. Yeah. Um, apart from that, I just I did I just did my best to be natural uh, mm -hmm. on the set uh, and yeah. So working together with Tilda, I mean, you know, a great actress in her own right. Uh, you already mm -hmm. said that you paid attention. You know, this woman mm -hmm. is such an amazing actress. Uh, mm -hmm. What was it like working with, with her? What is she like on the set and being a scene partner? Uh, it was really an uh, incredible experience. Why? Because she was, she was so professional and warm. I mean, uh, in the set, she used to come and say, hi, hello, how was your weekend? And like, you know, she, she always have um, the dinner time, you know, the break time together with the set, with the crew. And nice. she always tries to keep warm relationship because we have scenes together and we have to be friends. It's yeah. not like an obligation, like, okay, I have to be friend. I have to be, no, she was doing it very smoothly and very professional. And I really amazed by her work ethic as well. What? Why do you think your character has the ability to see magic creatures? I mean, how, how would you explain because that? Because my character is Turkish. She's a Turkish assistant. And in our culture, we have, we have so many magical stories. I've grown up with stories. Jin mm -hmm. stories. Mm -hmm. I'm really familiar to Jin. I mean, when I first read the script, oh, okay, I know that. Yeah. No. One thousand and one night. Do you know? Yeah. yeah. From, from that stories, and it was, it was, it was uh, so familiar to me. Jin's are because. You... Oh, I'm sorry. Go on. No, no, no go no. on. Uh, when, when you when you grow up with magical stories, you tend to believe in magic and yeah. magical creatures. So, yeah. It's all about having an open mind. You know, people who are like, that doesn't <laughs> exist. They're not going to be able to see it. And people who are open-minded and believe like in this. Matter of instinct. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. Now, jinns are becoming very popular in movies over the last several years. Uh, depending on what the movie is, they have been portrayed as demons, mm -hmm. evil creatures. That's not the case for this movie. Uh, a jinn is really, uh, in this movie, a genie who is able to grant wishes to whoever <laughs> lets him out. And that's how he yeah. tells this amazing story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Coming from that area and having the knowledge, what are your interpretations of what a jinn is? Oh, cool. Uh, jinn is, I believe... Um, well, first of all, is it evil or good? Sorry? Is it an evil entity or is it a good entity? Good. Always. It was. But in our culture, there was a, a good genes and bad genes. Yeah. I mean, not always uh, good. Sometimes bad genes as well. But uh, this was a good gene who were uh, seeking his freedom and love. And loyalty actually to be loved I believe all the point is not only love to be loved he was he was um, desire love it, exactly exactly yeah. yeah that's that that was that was his wish if he had one is yeah. to find someone to be loved 
Now, you know, your acting career is really just starting and taking off. Um, what are your plans? Are your plans to stay in Turkey? Are you thinking about coming to the United States, exploring your acting career here? Where do you want to pursue your <laughs> acting career? Uh, actually, uh, I live in Australia. Sydney. Oh, that's right. Yes. Back, back to Turkey. I mean, yeah. Sydney. And I have been in Australia like more than six years, I believe. That's how I learned English. When I first came to Australia, I, I, I didn't speak English like even one word. Yeah. And I mean, um, it's, it's not, it's, it's not the thing like to be shame. I'm, I'm really proud of that. Oh, no. And, yeah. And, um, and in Australia... Uh, sorry, I was going to say Australia is a big filming hotspot. Um, yeah, a lot of great filmmakers, a lot of great actors. So it's really no different. So your plan is to stay in Australia and see what your uh, acting career my, can do my there? My dream is uh, living in America and uh, working in America. But it's a dream, you know. It's a wish. It's my wish. So uh, in Australia, I am working uh, in in acting, uh, like in, in, in filming industry, doing acting, but it is difficult because I have got an accent. Uh, if I were living in America, it would be different, I believe, mm -hmm. because America more open the accent and different look, but um, here is a bit difficult, but uh, I'm doing well. That's awesome, <laughs> awesome to hear. Uh, what element of this movie do you think will appeal to the audience the most? Is it the just the, the world, the fantasy world of magical creatures and jinns? Mm -hmm. Is it the love story? Uh, when you watched the final product, the movie at the mm -hmm. premiere, what, as a fan now, not someone who starred in the movie, what did you mm -hmm. like the most about the film? Uh, first of all, the, the first uh, 40 minutes, I believe, uh, when Jin uh, starts to tell the story, it was like mind-blowing. Mm -hmm. Wow, like absolutely masterfully filmed. All the magic. It was like so good. I believe um, the audience will like the magic and yeah. the, um, this story. Then uh, they will they will find uh, the story not all about the magic and history. There's a history, you know, Ottoman history, and mm -hmm. but it, it wasn't. It wasn't all about the magic, or it wasn't all about the history. It was all about the love, a true love. So the human being seeking to be loved. I mean, uh, not only love, to be loved. That's the point, I believe. They, yeah. they will just, they will just have a question mark um, after the movie, like to be loved which is so important i believe now uh, althea's character is able to see the the creatures like your character she's mm -hmm. uh she's a novelist she's a literary person do mm -hmm. you think it's because that she believes what she writes about she has come to believe it exists it's real and ultimately that is what leads her to see all these magical creatures mm -hmm. Yes, she's she is really logical character, and uh, she's she's not supposed to believe in magic and gene that kind of uh, yeah. stuff. But I believe everyone has a room to break the logic. Mm -hmm. And despite she says that um, 
she is really logical and she has no desire. She says that and she is really proud of it that. No, I have no desire. This is not the thing that to be proud, but she's no. proud to not have a desire. But no, she has a desire, desire to be loved. So um, Jean, Jean convinced him easily, I believe. It, it happens like very quickly because she is ready to believe because she has a desire, but she, she, she's not aware of it maybe, yeah. And I love the fact that she was so smart when the, the, the Jin presented himself to her and said, I am here to grant you three wishes. Mm -hmm. She knew that that's a recipe for disaster. Okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> because, be, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause she knows, she knows the history. Yeah. yeah she knows the, the history of how stuff, stories that have been told on how stuff like this can really go sideways. <laughs> Pia, we're out of time. I want to thank you so much for coming on here and sharing yeah, your pleasure. stories. I really thank enjoyed you so the much film. For me. It was my pleasure. Guys, uh, 3,000 Years of Longing is available now in theaters. It came out a week ago, August 26th. Go out and check it out. Uh, it's a family film. Uh, for the most part, <laughs> you know, it could be a family movie. Pia here is a co-star in it. Check it out. You won't be disappointed. Do you have any final thoughts you want to share, Pia, before we go? No, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Absolutely. It is our pleasure. On behalf of Pia Thunderbolt and myself, guys, stay safe and stay walking. Bye, everybody. Thank you, guys. Bye.